Hello, welcome to the Quipster Film Review Podcast. I'm Vince Leo. I am the author of the film review website, Quipster.net. I invite you to check out all of my written work, 3,800 film reviews to choose from at that website, Quipster.net, Q-W-I-P-S-T-E-R.net. Hello, my name is Doris, is the name of the film I'm going to review. It's a comedy romance R-rated for language. It runs an hour and 35 minutes. The main star is Sally Field, also features Max Greenfield, Tyne Daly, Beth Bears, Stephen Root, Wendy McClendon Covey, and Elizabeth Reeser. The director is Michael Showalter, and the screenplay is by Showalter, as well as Laura Teruso, who is basing it on her short film, Doris and the Intern. In Hello, My Name is Doris, Sally Field reminds us why she's earned two Oscars, other than because we really, really like her. She delivers a very sublime performance in this comedy that has a surprising emotional resonance underneath that elevates it above its sitcom leanings to become one of the better films of 2016. Field here plays the titular role of a 60-something-year-old Staten Island shut-in named Doris. She's an aging holdover in her Manhattan-based company. She ends up developing a crush on a very friendly, hunky, and much younger new employee named John Fremont, played by Max Greenfield. Most of her interactions with John are in her own mind, but after she ends up partaking in a course with a motivational speaker, she decides to turn what she thinks is impossible into I'm possible and begins to try to make things happen by putting herself in the same social circles as John and his hipster friends. For what it's worth, John takes a liking to Doris, but the question remains in Doris's mind, is he just being friendly or is he signaling that there could be something more between them? Directed and co-written by Michael Showalter, who's fleshing out the short film called Doris and the Intern, made by his co-screenwriter, who is a former student at the film school that Showalter taught at. Wasn't one of his students, but she was there, Laura Teruso. Hello, my name is Doris, is telling the tale of a mousy woman who has trouble finding her own path in life when she all but completely sacrificed her own life to care for the needs of her reclusive elderly mother, now deceased. Doris has had a hard time letting go. She's been called a hoarder by her brother and his wife who want her to move out of the house so they can sell it. So now that she's free from the burden of being a caretaker in most of her spare time, Doris has filled that time, continuing to act like mother is still there by virtually becoming her. All of Doris's sacrifice has come at the expense of a social life. She doesn't have a man to call her own and her inexperience and naivety is what propels Doris on this quixotic quest to steal the heart of a man who is more than likely beyond her grasp. Now, it's for this surprising insight that what could have merely been just a silly and light and contrived comedy premise that just is there to make you laugh becomes something worth thinking about and mulling over once it's all said and done. Beneath the surface pleasures of the laugh, sometimes at Doris's expense, there comes insights into the manifestation of loneliness and aging and stunted emotional development. Some of the story elements are quite far-fetched to believe from a plotting standpoint, but the reactions to those contrivances are not. They seem like genuine and emotionally complex people that are being placed within this film construct where other filmmakers would have been content to just go with the broad caricatures within the four situational pieces. Although Hello, My Name is Doris is a comedy, there's also a sense of 
the tragic to Doris's character, and that makes her endearing enough to root for, even when she makes some very poor decisions on how to handle her newfound crush, with most of the romantic experience coming from the pages of the trashy romance novels that she ravenously consumes. John, on his end, also seems like a very sweet-hearted person in his way. He's fairly clueless in picking up the signals that there may be a reason why he keeps running into Doris wherever he goes. Perhaps he thinks because of the age difference that this is not something that would cross her mind because it doesn't cross his, so he feels pretty safe with her, generally speaking. The casting of the film is quite solid all around, but... Really, this is Sally Field's movie. She really jumps into the role head first and makes it one to truly savor. If you're a Sally Field fan, I'd say this is really not a film you should miss. Field doesn't need to remind us that we like her in her Oscar speeches. She reminds us just about any time she appears on the screen. So I would say to Hollywood and other filmmakers, more starring roles for Sally Field, please. By the end of the film, you realize that the quest for Doris lies not in whether she will land a romance with this new hunk in the office so much as that she finds herself in that process, even at a later stage in life than is warranted for most people. She finds new interests, new friends, and a new zest for life. These are truly priceless things if one can find them at any point in one's life, and that makes Doris... Presumably a winner, regardless of whether John Fremont ends up in any of her embraces not completely imagined in her smoldering daydreams. I enjoyed Hello, My Name is Doris. I think it's a pretty funny film and endearing and surprisingly a little bit deep as well. So I do think that it is definitely worth checking out if you like romantic comedies, especially ones of people trying to find love at a later stage in life. Even though it's a May-December romance, and most May-December romances have an older man with a much younger woman, this definitely does show the other side of the equation and finds the humor in it and also some of the pathos as well. So I'm recommending Hello, My Name is Doris for people who like romantic comedies. Thanks, everyone, for listening. I hope that you enjoy the review. If you do, I do encourage you to click the subscribe button, and you'll continue to get all of my podcasts throughout the course of the year. Also, if you happen to be on iTunes or any place else where you've downloaded this podcast, I do encourage you, if you have a moment, to please leave a review and let other people know that this is a show that is worth checking out if they enjoy film reviews about all of the latest releases. So until next time, I hope that you enjoy your time anytime that you get to go to the movies and that this podcast can be a part of your decision-making. 